Praise the Lord. Good worship. God is good. All the time. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, ooh, turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we're still in verse, I think, 4. Actually start in verse 3. And we'll get to 4. Most of it. Anyway. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tony and Pam White lost their grandson yesterday in a uh, car accident. He is 19 years old, and uh, they're hurting. And I would just ask that you just lift them up in prayer if you would continually pray for them. And not just them, but the whole family, his other side of his family. Uh, I, uh, I never want to be in those shoes you know, where they're at. So let's just uh, continue to lift them up in prayer, okay? All right. Do what? I can't hear you. Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to look at this. Remember this. We read verse 1 every time. But know this, that the last days perilous times will come. Then it, talks, then it goes on to talk about what people will be, what mankind will be like. It says, for men will be lovers of themselves. And we're going to drop on down because we're going to pick up in verse 3. Men will be despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. Father, we come in the name of Jesus this morning, and we, we just pray, God, that what uh, transpires today would be through you. God, that we would, be, uh, we would listen, learn, and apply. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to start out with what despisers of good. That's what it's talking about. Understand this. We're talking about the end of times, all right? This is what men will become, and when we talk about, as, as we do every week, this is what we see from the world today, amen? This, these are traits that we see from the world, <clears throat> and as Christian people, we don't want to have these traits in our life. So in that regard, we always give a couple of scriptures that shows us how we should be acting, how we should be living according to the end of times, and as I say, we're one day closer than we were yesterday. We're one week closer than we were a week ago when we talked about it. And that's just the way it is. When that is, no one knows. No one knows. But God himself. It could be tomorrow. It could be this afternoon. It could be during this service. It could be 25, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Our responsibility is to be prepared. And prepare as many people as we can for that. That's our responsibility. Despisers of what is good. And what is good? God. Exactly. You got to start. If you're going to start with good, you start with God. Period. It stops. It starts and stops right there because we know we're not righteous. We're not any good. It says in Scripture, we're only made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ that we shared His body and His blood today. And if you know 
Jesus as your Savior, you are only righteous through him. It tells us in Scripture, there is no, not one righteous except through Christ. So the only goodness in each and every one of us comes from God. Know that today. They're despisers of what is good. So what are they despisers of? They despise God. You see? Because God gives a moral plumb line for each and every one of us. Amen? Psalm 145.9 said, The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. I would say today, God has been good to us. Even in our worst of days, our worst of times, God is good. And anyone who's gone through tough times in their life will tell you the same thing. What's the one thing? What's the one thing that gets you through tough times in your life? God. It's clinging to Him. It's holding on to Him and have His arms around you and knowing that He is there with you, whatever you do. That is the only way. I'll say for me, that's the only way I get through anything. Difficult times in my personal life. Difficult times with, with anything. It's God that gets us through. And God, to get, God gets me through it. And God will get you through it too. It's plain and simple. That's just the way it is. So what they despise is the things of God. Who are we? We are his ambassadors. You think they're going to like us? No. It says it in Scripture. Jesus said it. In Scripture. They're not going to like you because they didn't like me first. That's what he tells us. So we shouldn't be surprised when you start talking about the things of God, when you start interjecting your life into the public, that some people aren't going to like it. Psalm 105 says this, For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. It doesn't just stop here. We often worry about that. But if you look at the Word of God, we talked about it Wednesday night, it's going to endure, it's going to keep on going on and on and on long after we're not here. You see, the truth, the truth shall set you free. That truth is Jesus Christ. He says in the Scriptures, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to Jesus except through me. That is, that is it, period, plain, period. That's it. So when you're out there and you give a moral plumb line, when you start talking about Jesus, they're not going to like you because God is good. You're his ambassador. They're not going to like the ambassador. If our ambassador's overseas, if they don't, if they don't, that country doesn't like the United States, you think they like our ambassador? No. And that's what we are. We're the ambassadors for Christ. Let's be good ambassadors. I saw this video. It's a really neat video. <clears throat> this was Steve Harvey. He wrote in his book, he goes, I don't talk to atheists. That's what he said. I don't, uh, he, and it, they asked him, well, you wrote in your book. He's on a talk show, you know, promoting his book. You don't, uh, you don't talk to atheists. What, what's that? He goes, yeah, why would I? Of course, they're trying to hammer him on it, right? And he goes, oh, he goes, what is an atheist anyway? He goes, that doesn't make no sense to me. You don't believe in God? You know? And they're like, well, they start to tell him what an atheist is. He goes, oh, look, I know what that definition is. But he goes on and tells them. He said, look, this just didn't happen. What? He said, there's monkeys. He said, we evolved from that. He goes, look around. He goes, why are there still monkeys if we evolved from them? And they, they looked at him. Well, uh, you know, and it was one of those ladies from the view that was interviewing him. She was, she was trying to tell him everything in his life was wrong and he was a horrible human being. Why is that? Because he was God's ambassador at that time. He went on to tell him, 
He said, why would you have it? Yeah, I wouldn't marry anybody that doesn't believe in God. He goes, where's your moral barometer? He said, I'm just, he goes, I know it's not the politically correct answer. It's not the one you're looking for, but it's the truth. That's what he told them. Now, they didn't like it. You could see they were squirming very badly. They, didn't, they were trying to get at him at every angle. Watch the video sometime. It's quite interesting. He goes, I know this. You don't want to hear this, but I'm just telling you the truth. You know? He said, I don't have anything to do if you don't know God. He said, I didn't come from no monkey. This world didn't happen just one day. just blew up, and here it was. He goes, it didn't happen that way. You know, and they, they're just they're squirming, trying to pin him in a corner. You see why is that? Because they couldn't stand that. You know, recently, uh, the, 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 just this week, the guy won, I don't even know who it was, uh, he won the election in Alabama to be the next senator to replace Jeff Sessions, who became the attorney general, right? So he starts talking about God and what God has done in life and how God has changed his life, and guess what they did to him? They axed him. They cut him off right in the middle of him talking about that. They listened to him talking about getting elected. But as soon as he started talking about God, we can't have that. Why is that? Because that puts him on a moral compass. You see, God is good. Absolutely. And all the time, God is good. Absolutely. You see, they don't, the world doesn't want to hear it. They're despisers of what is good. To me, when I see that, I don't go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they did that. I go, hey, I'm surprised they let it go on this long. Seriously. You know, that's what the world does. Did you know there was a coach in Washington State got fired? You know what he did? He prayed. That's what he did. They fired him. Why is that? Because on Friday night after the game, he went to midfield and he prayed. He didn't ask anybody to join him. He didn't make a big deal out of it. He went to midfield, and he prayed after the game, thanking the Lord for, for taking care of that game, whatever the case may be. You know, I don't think he's praying about winning. He's praying for his kids. You know, if you're a coach, you, you, you got kids, you, you, you care about them. You care about your kids. You ask for their safety. You ask for them to be the very best young men or women they can be, whatever you happen to be coaching. That's what you do. That's what he was doing. He was just thanking God for no injuries, or if there was one, I'm sure he was praying for whoever got hurt. What did they do to him? Now, he did this for like seven or eight years, and nobody said a word. You see? Then all of a sudden, one day, they so you can't do that. That's against the Constitution. You can't do that. You can't pray. Yeah, think about it. You can't pray? Really? They, you, they say there's no prayer in school. You ever took it a test? Yeah, if you're a Christian kid, I guarantee you, you'll know that answer. You're Lord, Lord, I need an answer. <laughs> I need to pass this because Mama gonna kill me if I don't. <laughs> I've been there. Lord, I didn't study at all. I need answers. <laughs> you know, but it's so true. But seriously, what they do? Fired him. You know, they they told him to quit. He said no. So they fired him because he wouldn't quit. You see. They're despisers of what is good. You see, because God is good. They know he's uplifting the Lord. They don't want to see that. They despise that. And here's the thing. Christian people, we sit around and let it happen. That's the sad part of it. You know, what should have happened is there should have been the whole stands full of Christian people that came out there and knelt with him and said, do that, we'll do it for you, coach. Hey, what are they going to do to us? They can't fire us. We don't work here. 
You see, we'll go out there, we'll do it for you, you keep your job. I didn't see that happen. Because that's what Christian people do. We sit back and watch a good man get fired. It's not right. Romans 12.10 tells us to behave like a Christian, it says. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil and cling. Cling to what is good. That tells us to cling to our God in all circumstances. Cling to him no matter what's going on. Cling to him. Deuteronomy 13.4 says this. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commands and obey his voice and you shall serve him and hold fast to him. People, Christian people, that's what we got to do. Behave like a Christian. I love the way it said that. Behave. We ought to behave like a Christian. Heck, the heathens behave like heathens. Look, when I was a heathen, I behaved like one. I was pretty good at it. Plain and simple. I was pretty good at it. I say that with disgust in my voice, not praise, okay? Because I should have been walking with the Lord and doing what he had for me. That's just bad on my part. But God came into my life and he turned that around. Amen? Just like he does for us. He comes into our life and he turns us around. Every now and then, even as Christians for 20 and 30 and 40 years, we need to get turned around. We need to get flipped up on our head every now and then. You know, we need to take a look at what our lifestyle looks like. We need to take a look at how we're walking with the Lord, how strong our walk is or how strong it isn't. We need to take a look at that. That ought to be a daily look. You know, Brent said it best in his prayer, Lord, let me walk this week better. Let me walk with you, Lord. You know, ask that question. Ask him. He'll answer that because God is good. You see, the world, they're despisers of what is good. And we should be walking with what is good. Deuteronomy eleven twenty two says, For if you carefully keep all the commandments which I have commanded you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to hold fast to him. That's a, that's a powerful statement right there in that scripture. Keep his commands, love the Lord your God, walk in all his ways, and hold fast to him. Because sometimes at the end of the day, all we have is a little faith. Because sometimes days don't go well. And sometimes days look like the devil's winning. Let's just be honest. There's days out there that it, it looks that way. You see evil, bad things happening, and you just go, oh, man. At the end of the day, sometimes all we have is our faith in Jesus Christ to get us through to the next day. Let's cling to what is good. What's the next one it talks about? Traitors. Now that is, think about that for just a minute. Someone who turns their back on you. Think about it. That's one of the worst things in the world you can be, branded a traitor. If I say the name Benedict Arnold, what's the first thing you think? Traitor. Man's known for one thing, being a traitor. No matter what else he did, he's known for being a traitor. And it's not spoken of positively, is it? You see, but that's what we see in this world. Did you know he did a lot of good before he became a traitor? He did. He won a lot of battles. 
but somewhere along the way he lost his way. You know what happened to him? I read this, I read this about him. Some people took credit for what he thought he should have got credit for. You see, he lost his moral way. Some people got promoted over him, and he, should, he thought he should have got that promotion, which led to him getting the deal. It ended up where West Point is today, is where he was whenever he turned traitor. He was head of what then, it wasn't West Point then, but it was a, a fort, I guess, at the time. He was head of that. He had many victories. But what happened? You see, his heart was hardened. He wanted credit. You see, we take no credit for anything in this world. If anything good comes from anything, what is it? It's from God, plain and simple. You see, we don't, we don't take credit. We deflect credit to others as Christians. You know, we're in this together. Praise be to God. Anything good happens here today, praise be to God. Anything good happened in your Sunday school class this morning? If you're a teacher, you felt like it was an awesome lesson today, praise be to God. Praise be to God. You see, that's what happened. See, he was a traitor. We see that left and right today. Uh, if you just watch a little bit, it goes on on Capitol Hill. I don't spend much time on it, but there's a lot of that stabbing people in the back going on left and right. Of course, we know the worst traitor of all was Judas Iscariot. Sold our Lord and Savior for 30 pieces of silver. Oh, no, you're fine. She's having a seizure. Pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, and we lift up Tabitha to you. Lord, and we just pray healing upon her body right now. She's having a seizure. God, I just place, ask you to place your hand upon her in the name of Jesus today. And this would have no place here. It would go away from her today in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Y'all just remain in an attitude of prayer. We have people that deal with those things from time to time, and they're dealing with them. All right, let's just bow our heads, remain in an attitude of prayer.